Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. You talked about uh, PhD, so yeah. I, I'm assuming you you still want to do a PhD. That's what you're working towards. Uh, exactly, I want to. Yeah, I was asking you, like, are you planning to do a PhD after this? When what kind of PhD and where? Sure, uh, uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of the goals. Yeah. <laughs> And where, where am I looking at? Um, if I'm opportunity, I would like to explore my PhD studies in the US. Okay. I think I would, I would love to do it at, yeah, in the, uni- in the university in US. Though I have a university in mind. Mm-hmm. Which one? Well, if other ones, actually, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm making my findings and I would actually love the school. I, I would actually be like um interested. I'm interested, let me say I'm interested in the school actually. Okay. Which one? Do you don't talk want to talk about it? <laughs> what are your future plans in short? Yeah, I would definitely say. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PhD in Colorado State University. Isn't that huge? <laughs> it's not huge for you. Studying parasitology. Oops. Yeah. yeah. Sorry? <laughs> no problem. You, uh, you said is, isn't that huge. I said uh, that's not huge for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's attainable. <laughs> like... <laughs> Get a PhD in the US. Wow, mm. that's beautiful. Why US? Why, why not your Nigeria or an African university? Why or UK? Okay. Why US specifically? Well, I want to, number one thing for me, I want to meet people from diverse backgrounds. Like, I want to live the country to explore other other areas like other regions. Research in Nigeria definitely will be different from research in the America. Yeah. So that is about one thing for me. And secondly, I would love to do research that will be funded. Now that I don't I don't have parents to like Is it your dad who died or sponsor me like if I'm saying I'm both. What? Both parents. Yeah. Was it an accident? Accident? No, it wasn't an accident. Do you want to talk about it like, more? Um, I don't know. Uh, 
you want me to share that? If you feel if you feel well, like yeah. it's, I'm okay. Oh, no problem. Okay. It was an accident, and mm. they didn't die on the same day. But oh. their death was close, like a year, a year interval, a year and few months interval. Mm-hmm. My dad died while I was <laughs> Jesus. My dad died while I was. Um, While I was running my master's degree, like he encouraged me to go for master's for mm-hmm. along the line, he died. Mm-hmm. And this year I, I lost my mom. So. Yeah, it's been like that. It's been like um, after brief illness, like two, three days. Like they they were fine. Like when my dad died, he was okay. Mm. Just had uh, woke up that morning. He wasn't feeling too well. Mm. He was taken to the hospital. From there, he was on admission. He was admitted, and in days, like two three days, we lost him. And my mom, my mom, hey, that one was so 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 disheartening because. Like we were still talking, like she was, she was okay. Like we were, but it is well. You see, had conversation that morning that this entire thing happened. So mm-hmm. we still talked, still shattered. We still gisted, and before we know it, she started vomiting. Mm-hmm. She wasn't herself. She started vomiting, and I was like, this, this kind of thing is not something that. One could handle anymore, so we had to take her to the hospital. From the hospital, she was given some uh some drugs, and how she was treated, and she went into unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. And several tests were being performed on her, and we eventually lost her. That was it. Yeah. It's not easy for nationals that I don't want to talk about it. But I find myself talking about it, so it's fine. Yeah, that was it. So now that they are no more, mm. so self-funding, self-funding studies is not an option. Might be difficult for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So plus, I think and I guess. I think with PhD is not advisable to to self fund your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in Africa. It's it, the accessibility of funding now is is lesser, unless it's an yeah. international organization that is coming to fund your work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, with I think with with um. With US, UK, and other countries, there's a lot of money that goes into research, and there's a lot of opportunities, yeah. you know, in terms of studentship, um, scholarship programs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the only thing that someone needs to do is just to ask, you know, just to talk to different people, different professors that you're interested in, 
Yeah, and I think that's why I do this podcast for the people who have had such experiences. Just talk about mm-hmm. how they got into these programs, how they connected to their current advisors, and how they got, uh, you know, you know, fully paid scholarship, you know, and until to where they are mm-hmm. at the moment. So I wish you well in that. I'm sure you'll get it. <laughs> you you seem to be a very mm-hmm. resilient human being. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, w- you're planning to still go into Shistomas? <laughs> Shistosoma. Shistosoma. Are you still planning to go into that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Actually, um, I think I've, 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 I've done a lot on that and. I'm grateful for the level of uh, achievement mm. as regards exploring the parasite, starting from asking just small questions uh. to getting the bigger problems that what's solving mm. to providing solutions to those bigger ones. And mm. also like that aspect at, to some extent, like, mm. no, I know I've achieved something. I would like to explore more parasite. Mm. I would like to because I would say uh, I had the interest in it because of some certain questions that I've been having answers to mm-hmm. till date. So, like, I'm, I would love to explore another parasite. But if it still comes my way, fine. Mm-hmm. It's what I love doing, and I would say it's one of my research interests. Mm-hmm. I have interest in parasites like toxoplasmos, um, parasitic diseases like toxoplasmosis, mm. um, like um, malaria itself, mm. like malaria, like um, trypanosomiasis, mm. and other kind of parasitic diseases that are of public health importance. I think I would like to, and also um, in the in line with this, in line in line with parasitology, like studying of parasites of man and animals. You no, know, I mentioned um, conservation too, so it's something that I would still want to explore the more, because I realized that even when the more the more you look, the less you see when it comes to pangolins research. Because they, because of their overexploitation, mm-hmm. because of um, the, the cruelty man man has on them towards them, mm. like um, I, do you know? Do you know that animal? Which one? <laughs> pangolins. Oh no! I, I've just I, I was just listening to you. I'm like, what is pangolin? I was about to ask you that, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you see, so. <laughs> See, it's not I, well known, it's right? It's one of the... If, yeah, it's not well known, but it's one of the most trafficked animals in the world. Really? I'm telling you. And they can only be found in two countries, like Africa and Asia. In two continents, rather. Africa mm-hmm. and Asia. What, why do people poach yeah, it? and they are all over the world. Yeah, they, people poach it because of their skills and their meat. Uh, though not proven, they they believe some people like traditional 
traditional traditional practitioners Mm. they believe that uh, their their skills are very very medicinal in treating some ailment and also some part of china hits their meat for as a piece of delicacy so 10,000 of pangolins are poached every year wow Uh wow yeah and they they are they are very good in the environment they like they are, they serve as a pest controller mm. and um, they also help to aerate the soil so like a single pangolin can consume about 70 million insects in a year what what yes <laughs> and they feed on ants and termites they feed on ants and termites and they don't usually survive in captivity. So mm. you can imagine. So it's it's a very beautiful animal that that is so shy and it's interesting to work with. Like it's not harmful, it is defenseless. Mm. It's beautiful, it's a beautiful creature and like it's it's fine. But because of the many people don't know about it. So creating awareness about it, advocating for the animal, it's it's something that gives me joy mm. like i love to talk about the animal like i love to talk about it so that people would get to know it so so you're a pangolin activist <laughs> you said that <laughs> you say pangolin protector <laughs> yeah actually. protector so. <laughs> okay that's interesting it's an interesting side of you to share yeah 